Hey, it's Sarah, and I have some exciting news for you before we jump into the podcast this week. Starting this coming Monday, that's May 13th, I'm going to be running a two-week pocket planner sprint inside of my course, Published with Purpose. This is where you learn how to create, format, and design a high-value, action-oriented journal or planner and sell it around the world on Amazon. We run a live round every single year in the fall, and then in the spring, I often run our pocket planner round. This is where you get templates to create an amazing pocket or journal planner of your choice in a four by six inch size. And you get templates and all of the swipe files that you need to create something incredible in a short amount of time. During this round, I'm doing something a little bit different and I'm offering asynchronous support. So that means that you'll get one-on-one email support from me during the two weeks to ask questions about your design, your idea, marketing strategies, and so much more. I would love to support you inside of Publish With Purpose and you can find full enrollment details over at publishaplanner.com forward slash enroll. Just make sure that you check it out and join before doors close on Monday, May 13th. Hey guys, it's um been a while, hasn't it? It's been about a month since I've taken a break from the podcast and I gotta say, it's really great to be back. Today's episode, I'm gonna just ease back into it. You know, there were even a couple moments when I go, when I thought to myself, How am I going to start back up in this podcast? It's been a month since I've recorded anything. What if I still don't have all the skills that I need? What if I stutter or trip over my words? What if I've lost all the momentum and the skills that I've built up to podcasts? Well, I haven't, but it is going to be different jumping back in. Now, in today's episode, we're in episode 68, by the way, I'm going to be talking about some of the things that I've been doing during this break of mine from my biz and my podcast and what's really allowed me to step fully back into creativity mode and how you can find your own creativity flow. I'm also going to be talking about some of the questions I've been asking myself to get clearer on what I actually want in my life, what actually is making me happier on a daily basis. And I'm going to spend a little bit of time talking about the newest journal I've created that's helping me have a lot more fun and memory keep in my life and also why that's really important. So grab a tasty, cool beverage. I've been loving iced coffees lately and let's jump on in to the podcast. It's good to be back, you guys. Welcome to the Mindful Productivity Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Steckler, and this is the place to be to live a more mindful and productive life. If you're ready to turn daily chaos into calm and start your days with intention, then get ready to join me as we dive deep into mindful living and personal productivity. It's time to connect with your true self so you can live the life you want to live. And it all starts now. Thank you. 
people all over the country are wondering, is Sarah going to be returning to the podcast? Is this the end of the Mindful Productivity Podcast? Is it over? You know, I was just walking down the street the other day and somebody told me that she was going to be canceling her show. And I'm just, I'm pissed. I listen every single Monday and I cannot believe that she would even fathom to take a break. It's unacceptable behavior. And you know what? If I was her mama, I would be scolding her. It's not currently clear if Sarah will be coming back anytime soon. News has reported that she will be taking the entirety of May off, possibly weeks leading into June. Seattle News is reporting that people are refusing to buy her journals, boycotting her business, and calling her a fraud on social media. Hi, my name's Stephanie. Yeah, I don't really like listen to podcasts, but when I heard that Sarah runs a podcast and that she was going to take a break for her like own mental health and her own sanity, I was just kind of a little like thrown back by that because like there are people out there that like listen to this show every single week and like to be so selfish to like take time for yourself and like what is this like a creativity break like I just I don't know like don't start a podcast if you're gonna stop like you have to like keep going like I mean I don't care if you're like on your deathbed like you better be recording episodes We have not been able to make direct contact with Sarah or get her word on this, but she has been cited eating avocado toast, spending abundant amounts of time outside in the sun with her bulldog, taking naps, and binge-watching Paradise Hotel. Okay, guys, obviously none of that is true, nor did it happen. But can you believe it? Those are some of the worst-case scenario thoughts that totally went through my mind when I thought about taking a break from the podcast. Now, whether you're a creative and entrepreneur or you work a day job, this episode will relate to you because I want to talk about the importance of taking breaks and how it can really boost your creativity. And if you're sitting there thinking, I'm not a creative person, let me tell you that creativity is so much more than creating. It's also being and experiencing fun in our lives. Being creative means that you're open to discovering new things, trying new experiences, and living life in fun new ways. Having a break and taking a break and making time for that was crucial to me not feeling so super burnt out. There was a period of time when I seriously was starting to dread recording an episode, not because I don't love podcasting, but because I was like, I don't even know what topic to talk about or where I'm going next in my business. The first thing I want to talk about today is just some of the things that I have been doing over the past month that have really allowed me to take a solid break. You know, the things that I've really been allowing myself full permission to do. And one of those things has been to not create any new content. I've actually been repurposing things that I post on social media. And I will say that the only thing I did do over the past month was create a new journal, which I will talk about closer to the end of this podcast. One of the things I've been doing over the past couple weeks is allowing myself to watch some solid TV. Now, I do want to read a lot more books this summer and get back into a better, more sustainable reading practice with like kind of the end of my day, but I've been really enjoying watching some TV. And I'm not just talking about kind of like I'm mindlessly throwing on a show while I eat dinner. I've really dedicated some solid time the past couple weeks to really have fun and really enjoy a show. And I got super deep into a show. And real quick, just want to call it out for what it is. 
as I'm recording this episode, I'm definitely experiencing a little bit of self-doubt. I'm going, should I talk about this? Is this related to my business? Do people even want to hear about what shows I've been watching? But let me tell you something. I'm real and raw. And so I'm going to keep talking about this and I'm going to share a little window into what's been helpful for me. I'm noticing right now that even recording and getting back into the podcast feels a little weird, but we're just going to keep going and keep rolling with it. So the first show that I've been watching and I binged and totally enjoyed is it's available on Hulu. It's an AMC show and it's called The Terror. Now, I am not a big horror movie person. Like I don't like scary movies or scary shows. Um, I have to be careful if I watch true crime stuff because I just like won't sleep or I'll wake up with like night sweats and it's awful. But I really, really have been enjoying this show. Now, I won't give too much away, but what I will say is that this show, when I first started watching it, I thought it was like an accurate historical anthology of like what happened. And it follows the British Royal Navy in the 1840s when they were out trying to discover the Northwest Passage, which was a quick route to go, you know, over the top of the world and cut through and try to get faster shipping routes established. And the show is just fantastic. It starts out a little slow, but it talks about everything that happened happens with these individuals and these men that were on these ships. And it was really, really fascinating. And I just ate it up. And I think I'm actually going to order the book on Amazon and dive into that, maybe download it for my Kindle, because it's that good. Now, I hear the book's even scarier. But here's why I bring this up. And here's why I talk about why watching a show was so important for my creativity. When you're creating stuff, when you're constantly creating content, or maybe you're an artist, or maybe your job requires you to be creative. Um, I've had friends in the past that create games or um, or artists or anything. You know, most people are more creative than they give themselves credit for. So even if you don't consider yourself a creative, you're actively using parts of your creative mind more than you think. And when we're always using our creative mind, or that's something that's part of our work or the, the work that we do in the world, we can kind of tire ourselves out, right? It's like if, like, let's say your creativity was your right arm, right? And all day, every day, you're picking stuff up with your right arm and you never let yourself pick up anything with your left hand, like your arm's going to get tired and then you're going to kind of resent having to pick stuff up the next day. So taking this break really allowed me to tap into different areas of my mind and also just receive information and receive things that were pleasurable, right? So like receiving the show and enjoying it. But also I, this was one of the first times and I'm kind of realizing this now as I talk, as I'm talking it out, this was the first time in a while that I was really allowing myself and my brain time to just take in information that I didn't need to relay anywhere else. So I read a ton of books. I read a ton of research studies. I'm always studying positive psychology, um, uh, neuroplasticity, productivity, tips and skills, and I'm always working on my own mindfulness practice, right? These are the things that I do so I can bring you guys top-notch content and really help you out in your lives. But when I'm reading all those things, I'm always tapped into this part of my brain that goes, you got to retain this information, you got to take notes, you got to find out a way to really understand it so that you can teach it back to people and help other people understand it, right? A lot of people tell me I really enjoy the way that you describe things. It helps me. I can understand it in a better way. Cool. Awesome. Really grateful to hear that. However, when I'm always doing that, I'm not allowing myself time to take in information just for So what watching this show did for me was got me super hooked and fascinated on something that I 
knew there was no expectation for. I knew I wasn't going to have to turn around and try to talk about this in a podcast, even though I am talking about it. You know what I'm saying? I didn't have to like describe the history of it or try to make people understand it. I just got really, I was able to really enjoy learning about it. And I ended up doing a lot of searching and researching about uh, the, the ship and and things that happened. And it was really, really fun. And I started remembering some of the other things I'd learned. Like there's a ship called the Endurance. I think there's an entire documentary that talks about um, their, their voyage through the Antarctic and how they got stuck in the ice and what the ice does to a ship and like what it does to your sanity and like how scurvy happened with different cans of food on the ship and like all this stuff that was really fascinating, made me really grateful that I wasn't stuck in the ice. And it was really, really fun. And so what I'm ultimately trying to guide you to in this moment right now is I hope that this summer and whenever you're listening to this podcast, you take time to just enjoy some stuff. Just enjoy reading for fun. Read some romance novels, read whatever. Get into something that doesn't require you to have to regurgitate the information that can just be fascinating and that's it. That can just be entertaining and that's it. Another show that I totally binged on was that reality show, Paradise Hotel. Super awful. And I say awful because it's just a reality TV show, right? Like it doesn't really do anything, but I really enjoyed it. I got into all the characters. I started following everybody on social media and I was like following, I was watching lives after the fact and after they announced who won and what happened. And I just let myself get really into the drama of it. And it was really fun. And I think it's important that we find these little ways to escape, these little forms of escapism, because if we don't do that, then we can get caught up in all the negative and horrible things that are happening in the world. And it's important that we pay attention to what's going on in the world too, right? You know, we have to be aware so that we we can do what we can to serve the world and to make it a better place. But if we don't also take time to just enjoy the dumb things, the stupid things, then like what what's the point of living, right? So this was really, really a vital lesson to myself and it's inspired me to go out and make some more lists about things that I want to do this summer for fun and in general, every week and every day. Every day I want to try and have at least, you know, 30 minutes to an hour of time where I am just doing something for fun. I even thought about this with my planners and my journals. I'm always doing that kind of stuff for fun, but sometimes because I create them and they're part of my business, I find myself doing planner pages or journal pages in the back of my head thinking, oh, this would make a great Instagram photo. And so that that kind of like influences it, right? So I'm also wanting to have stuff that I don't feel the pressure to share on social media or in my business, stuff that's just for me. So think about things that are just for you to experience and have fun with. I also want to talk about the importance of finding your own creativity, like mode and zone and your own flow. And as I've been taking this break, I noticed that I have peak energy levels where I kind of hit this zone where my creativity is really good. There's a window. And if I don't take advantage of that window, then it can feel kind of forced later. So I'm recording this podcast episode. It's about 1.30 in the afternoon and I'm in my zone. And my zone of time where I really feel like lit up, excited to record a podcast typically happens anywhere between 9 a.m. and about 3 p.m. And if I wanna get some good stuff going in there and it's usually more towards like the morning, 
that is the time. If I'm feeling pumped, I get up in the morning, it's usually because I've had a couple cups of coffee, I'm feeling good. That is the time to get going with recording podcasts or videos or anything like that. If I wait, if I put it off into the evening, then I start feeling resentful or I start thinking, oh, this is my time and like now I have to record something. So get clear on the times of day that you feel the most creative and that you feel the most willing and excited to create things, okay? No matter what that is, okay? Get clear on that. And then also start noticing patterns. I've been using a habit tracker and I'm creating a whole online system so that you can track your life and take notes and do all that. And I'm gonna be sharing more about that uh, in upcoming episodes and content online. But I've been finding ways to track more of my life so that I can really start to see patterns, so that I can really start to notice, okay, when you're on your cycle or anything like that, like you tend to, you know, be this way or that way, or like even certain during certain times of the month or even during certain quarters of the year, I tend to be more or less creative or productive with certain kinds of projects and tasks. So really knowing when the best time is to do that is crucial. And also too, just like letting go of rules. So if there happens to be a random Tuesday night and it's 10 p.m. and I get like the most amazing surge of ideas and I want to record some stuff, and I have the ability to do so, I'm going to do it. I'm going to say, cool, I've got this opportunity. The creativity is flowing. I'm going to allow myself to really step into that creative flow. So getting clear, again, on when those things happen for you, noticing like, is it when you get more sleep, right? Probably when maybe you've been drinking more water or like I notice I feel way more creative and way more excited after I've been working out or after I go on a walk in the morning or even after I meditate and get some plaque out of my head, right? Also using the daily productivity and brain dump book has been crucial for me. So doing a brain dump every morning or when I can has really allowed me to take the clutter out of my brain and step back into my creative mode. Okay, guys, this is some behind the scenes stuff, but I know this is hard to believe, but like recently I had the opportunity to be on the newest game show. They don't even know if they're going to launch it yet, okay? But it's a new game show hosted by Regis Philbin, and it's called How to Be the Happiest Version of Yourself. So it's kind of like a spinoff of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, and I recently had the opportunity to be on it. They're doing like virtual sessions with people, and I want to share a clip from that because he actually asked me some really really powerful questions that really got me thinking about what actually makes me super happy on a daily basis. And let me tell you, having that like clock and that like time frame of having to answer these questions under pressure really got me thinking. Sarah, welcome to the the newest game show, Who Wants to Be the Best Version of Themselves? I'm so happy to have you here. And I just want to let you know that when you answer these questions, you've got to be quick, you've got to be on your feet, and you've got to answer them really quickly. Otherwise, we're going to run out of time, and you're not going to win. Well, we actually don't have any prizes, but I'm just glad you're here. So let's uh, go ahead and get started. I mean, can you tell any, uh, can you tell our audience a little, a little bit about yourself? We, have, we don't have much time, but if you want to just share a little bit. Wow. Yeah, Regis. Um, uh, first of all, just it's really exciting to be here. I mean, this is crazy. Um, I, I never thought I'd like meet you, quote unquote. Um, but I, yeah, my name is Sarah Seckler. Um, I'm a mindfulness practitioner, productivity coach. Um, I run the Mindful Productivity Podcast. Shout out. Um, uh, that's a little bit about me. I, I think I'm a little nervous to be here. Okay, well, we don't really have time to, to worry about why you're nervous. But okay, so here's the first question. We're just going to be really out, 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 out right with this. So uh, what about having so much shit in your house? 
It's making you so goddamn happy. <laughs> wow, okay, I wasn't expecting that kind of question. Um, I guess, you know, what I'm realizing is that I actually don't feel as happy when I have more stuff. In fact, I think I think I want less stuff. And I think sometimes I, I go out and I buy stuff as a way of avoiding my own emotions and my own feelings. And, you know, Regis, now that you brought this up, I, I think I really want to just enjoy the stuff that I have. <laughs> Okay, well, the, the the audience really liked that answer. She got a little uh, ring-a-ding there, but no prizes, though. But okay, so the next question is, what's the first thing that you could do every morning that would really make you feel happier every day in your life? Oh, man. Uh, oof, this is a tough one. The first thing I could do every morning in my life to make me feel better. Um, oof, you know, I'm a little worried because I'm going to answer this a little bit differently than, than what the question was, but I think the, the key to my happiness is actually not checking my phone first thing in the morning. I, I think I've got to set like 20 minutes right when I get up and, and just be fully present. And actually, I think I, I think I really want to get back into journaling, journaling first thing every morning. Okay, well, that's that's just fantastic. Sarah, you know, I want to help, I want to thank you for being on the show. We've got a lot more questions, but honestly, Ray just needs a nap, uh, maybe a drink. So I just want to thank you for being here. And if you want to add anything else that you'd like to share with our with our audience here, God, you know, go for it. Guys, I'm going to go. I'm going to go get a take a little nap. Maybe some of you guys on the trailer could help bridge us out and get get my lemon water ready. That'd be really great. Okay, wow, yeah. Well, I, I just want to say thank you so much for letting me be here uh, on this show. This is this has been a lot of fun. And I, I guess when it comes down to it, I think happiness is really just being, you know, super intentional and really choosing every moment that we're in, you know, how we're, how we're going to respond to stuff and, and, you know, making sure that when if we, are, we do find ourselves reacting, that, you know, we're kind of diving a little bit deeper and figuring out why and really just enjoying, like, the day-to-day stuff of life, you know. Like, recently I've just really been enjoying just, like, even how having a cup of coffee out on my patio and really just being present and being grateful for for all the little things in our lives. I, I think it's I think it's about the little things, guys. I think that's what it's really about. Okay, yeah, well that's great. Uh, yeah, I'm back. Yeah, thank you. Yes, no, bring the croissant. You know what? Don't worry about. It. I'll get it in a minute. Sarah, thanks for being on the show. Thanks for being on the show, and uh, we will see you guys all next time on Who Wants to Be. We're not. This isn't Eric. Okay, forget about it. This show isn't gonna happen. No, it's fine. I'm just gonna go back to my trailer. I don't know. No, 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 no. That's fine. Don't worry about it. Okay, well, unfortunately, they're not going to air the show, but, you know, it was really fun to be on it. But, you guys, before I let you go for the day, I want to talk about my newest journal called My Summer Memories. That's basically a scrapbook journal that I've been using and that I created that's been really, really fun and helping me memory keep and have more fun. And I also want to just take a minute to talk about why it's so important to memory keep and why it can be a lot of fun and why it can aid in creating more joy in your life. So basically, I really love scrapbooking, but I found that like the process of it can be a little bulky. Like I have actual scrapbooks that I've bought over the years. I have scrapbook paper, yada, yada, yada. But one thing I found is that I really like journaling, but sometimes I really just like having some kind of template to help me like kind of figure out how to put stuff on a page like so it's one of the reasons why I created the daily productivity and brain dump book with the structured brain dump templates because when I just look at a blank page sometimes I get super overwhelmed 
don't know where to start. And the same thing happens to me creatively when I'm just wanting to scrapbook or memory keep. So I created this journal that has these beautiful pages in it that have a template and outline for scrapbooking. There's a place to put the date and place to put photos and all kinds of stuff like that. And I've got some ideas um, for you as well. And it's just been a lot of fun. So you can find that scrapbook journal by checking out my blog. Just head over to mindfulproductivityblog.com. There's now a journal shop page that has all of the journals listed and you can find my summer memories there's three different cover styles and um, you're gonna love it it's gonna be a lot of fun so it's been really awesome coming back to the podcast today I hope you enjoyed my creativity and I've been trying to add a little bit more production value to these episodes so let me know if it's been helpful and if you've been enjoying the podcast and you're glad it's back please make sure to leave a written review on itunes these help the podcast get found help more people discover it and let me know that you're liking the show so it's been a lot of fun i'm so glad to be back and tag me on instagram share in your instagram stories um tag me at mindful productivity blog so i can share and so i know that you're listening have a great week next week i'll be back and we're going to be talking all about what it takes to to find the life coach for you. So I'm not only going to be talking about questions that you can ask yourself to coach yourself, but we're also going to be talking about things that you really need to consider if you're looking to hire a life coach. All right, guys, I will see you next week. Thanks so much for being here.